Welcome to Miami Dolphins Rebuild, Free Agency Update, and Mock Draft 5.5. Hi, my name's Don. I'm a lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, and this is just my perspective on what's currently going on on the status of uh, the rebuild going down on the Dolphins. Let's get to it. By now, everybody knows the summary of what's going on in free agency. And I think we had a, a overall a good free agency. They uh, signs, left some signings with uh, front-end loaded contracts so that we'll have more money to play with next year. On offense, we got the center from New England, Karras, on a one-year deal. So it's a prove-it type deal. We have a three-year deal for the left guard Flowers from New York Giants and the Redskins. And also the running back uh, Jordan Howard from Chicago and Philadelphia. On defense is where we really made the free agency impact. Uh, we, we got the, uh, the shutdown cornerback uh, Byron Jones to go opposite... Xavier Howard. So that gives us a good good coverage on the boundaries. Plus, we don't know what's going on with Xavier Howard. Is he going to come back from his uh, injury on his leg? What's the league going to do to him about the domestic violence arrest? I know he got out of it legally, but that doesn't get out of it with the league. And the league is always looking to stick it to the Dolphins any way they can. Because they're all from New York City, New York, New Jersey area people. There are there are competitors. That's just my two cents on it. if the if the league can stick it to the Dolphins, they're going to do it that way. Uh, outside linebacker Kyle Van Noy, we kind of overpaid. He's the the oldest free agent we picked up, but he is a plug and play player for Miami. And it's a front-loaded deal, so the first after the first two years, if he's going to drop off, we can get out of it with minimal cap hit. I like the edge rusher Shaq Lawson and the defensive end Emmanuel Ogba. That gives us more pass rush, which we desperately needed. Also can set the edge in the running game, which we had zero ability to do last year. Now, we picked up a couple of depth linebackers in Landon Roberts and Camu Gudger-Hill from Philadelphia. And also a special teamer, Fedulum, Clayton Fedulum from Cincinnati as a free safety. We cut Kilgore and Rashad Jones and let Mike Hull go due to an injury. But we did tender the punter, Matt Hawk. Outside linebacker Beagle and interior defensive lineman uh, Siler, who we, we poached from the Baltimore Ravens last year, which I thought was a good move. <clears throat> now let's get to the mock draft, and this is going to offend a lot of people because there's a, probably half of the Dolphin fan base is you know, all about Tua, uh, the quarterback from Alabama. I'm not going to attempt his last name because there's two or three different pronunciations going around and I'm sure only one of them is correct. But 
I know he's probably healthy, but I don't like the injury history. Not at five. We have three picks, and I hope we don't trade them to get Joe Burrow, because I think that would be overpaying. Um, we have too many holes, and we if we don't address backup quarterback, we have a very good chance to fill three holes with these first three picks. We've got six picks in the top 70. So let's be, be wise about how we're doing this, Mr. Greer. Now, in the mock draft that I've been running on FanSpeak allows you to pick any team and pick any amount of rounds. It gives you the draft order. And also, you, got, you can pick the, whichever board that you like to, as the most uh, respected uh, uh, draft order. Now, this isn't to say this will be the draft order that the Dolphins have. But this is the best that we can get as far as the layperson. We can get the best information available that is out there. And the, the site by Fanspeak is a very intuitive site. It's uh, well worth your time if you enjoy the mental uh, gyrations of going through a mock draft yourself. So the, I, I didn't do any trades or do any things like that. I just kept our picks, the 14 picks that we've got. And believe me, we there's some people are saying we don't need all these picks. Trust me, we need all these picks. So at five, uh, first pick, first round pick five, I picked Wirfs, the offensive lineman out of Iowa. Not only can he play uh, tackle, he's also can be kicked inside. He's nimble enough to play a guard and be very good at guard. At eighteen, we had the good fortune the uh, the line defensive lineman uh, from also from Iowa fell to us. That's Epinesa, so I grabbed him as a value pick. At 26, um, Xavier McKinney was already off the board, so I picked up with Grant Delpit for free safety. So with those three picks, those are two or three, two of them are definitely your day one starters. Now in round two, pick 39, I reached a little bit, but I took the best offensive tackle left, which was Wilson out of Georgia. And at 56, I, I picked up the best tackle available, Nyang, out of TCU. In round three, pick 70, I picked up uh, Cesar Ruiz, the interior offensive lineman, center guard from Michigan. He was the best player available at the time. And in round four, the compensatory pick, 141, I got our, our, our running back two, Kelly, out of UCLA. He's kind of come up in the on the a lot of boards, but he was and he was the best running back available at 141. Now in the round five, we have three picks: 153, 154, and 173. So I took uh, the guard out of Clemson, Simpson, and the tackle out of Kansas, Adenogy, at 153 and 154. At 173, I got a backup cornerback in A.J. Green. In round six, we had a pick at 185, 
and this is a little bit of a reach, but I want to address the nose tackle. And the nose tackle I got was the FOTU out of Utah. Um, if I had waited, I didn't, I didn't think he was going to be there at 227. So I went ahead and took him at 185. I got the backup running back from Cincinnati, Warren, at 227 in the seventh round. Also in the seventh round, 246, I picked up the offensive tackle, Ancrum, out of Clemson. And at 251, uh, the running back, A.J. Dillon, which I thought was a value pick on the board that I was using, the CBS composite board. Uh, for some reason, A.J. Dillon wasn't ranked that high. I thought at least he would be, you know, a good camp value to, you know, see who's give give coach Flores all the options and body types because he's the bigger he's a 250 pound running back so he could be the short yardage guy we don't know anyway that's what what we looked at so now we've got a offensive line now this is gonna I'm thinking we need to have a youth movement on the offensive line if we're able to get these uh, these players that I lined up now, according to along the offensive line, we'd have left tackle, left guard, center, right guard, right tackle. Wilson, uh, Flowers, Karras, Werfs, and Niang. Backing them up, I'm I'm saying uh, Adenogy, a left tackle too. Uh, Michael Dieter backing up Flowers at left guard. Ruiz backing up center, maybe even beating out Karras. Simpson backing up Wirfs at right guard, and I'm saying that uh, Ankrum can. Uh, we need to keep him over Davis. We need to let Davenport and Davis go. Now for the for the year 2020, that might not be the best choice, but long term, I think it will. Davenport's not a huge expense, around 700 and change, but Jesse Davis has got an expensive contract. Um. We, if we could replace him at backup tackle with a seventh rounder, that's saving money. And we're getting rid of someone who just underperformed and was a hot mess when he was in there. So I'd rather have my take my chances with anybody else other than the 89th rated uh, right, right tackle per pro football focus, Jesse Davis. I think he's just a hot mess, so get rid of him. Now, along the defense, we picked up Foto for the nose tackle and running back, running downs. Godshaw would be the choice on passing downs. And we've got Wilkins and Siler at one defensive end, Ogba and Epinesa at the other defensive end, and you got Lawson, Char Charlton, and Harris on the edge. And Harris really is in a prove-it year. If he doesn't do something this year, I don't see him see them bringing him back he would be a first-round bust. We also have the ability to get extra pressure with the outside linebackers, Kyle Van Noy and, and, and Beagle. Uh, and uh, Van Ginkle probably could be on the practice squad bound, or he could, could be. He, he may not make the cut in a numbers game. 
inside linebackers, Baker and Aguavin with Gudger Hill. Gudger Hill is more of a special teamer. He's very fast. Uh, McMillan is more of a, did very well last year on the rundowns. Um, Roberts would be depth and the odd man out probably would be Chase Allen. Cornerbacks, we've we've really improved there with Xavier Howard and Byron Jones, the addition. Needham came on last year in Wilts, Tankersley, and then the the on the we added Green in the um, in the draft, with McCain and Rowe covering the slot, and the tight ends covered by Rowe, free safety Delpit and Fedulum. I think that's a group that's going to have a better chance of stopping the Kansas City's and Baltimore offenses of the of the NFL landscape. The NFL is a copycat league, and we're going to see more of these fast break type offenses, where you've got a mobile quarterback, five blockers, three speedy wide receivers, and a pass catching tight end. Um, we're going to see more and more of that, or some version of that. Um, because that creates a bigger throwing window for these quarter use younger quarterbacks. Uh, these younger quarterbacks in college are used to a bigger throwing window than is available to them at the pro level. So they want to hold on to the ball longer. Well, they have to be a mobile quarterback in order to get rid of the ball faster. And they have to find a way to get a bigger throwing lane. So Andy Reid and Harbaugh figured out that by going to that kind of set, they can have the they can get six or seven seconds to get rid of the ball, because last year, the the the, the quarterbacks that were able to get rid of the ball in under three seconds and, and be very su successful at it were Tom Brady and Phil Rivers. Um, not every not every team is going to have a Brady or a Rivers. So the younger quarterbacks, they take more takes more time for them to diagnose the defense, because NFL defenses are complex. They're complicated and their the coverages are disguised. So it takes a, a hot minute for, before you can figure out how to di dissect the defense, where the matchup you want is to to exploit is, and then how to do it. And if you can have fast receivers that can go down for 40 yards and then come back 15 yards, uh, it's a cruelty joke to expect any NFL cornerback to stay with an NFL wide receiver for seven seconds. Not going to happen. They're going to get open. And they're, they'll get open bigger with a bigger window, and they have a better chance of the young quarterbacks have a better chance throwing to bigger windows. Anyway, that's my spin on it. Um, I'm hoping that the Dolphins do address free safety in the first round. Uh, I wanted them to get Von Bell, but they, they chose not to do that in free agency. So maybe they'll do that in the draft because there is a hole there. Uh, I do hope they address, address the offensive line with their first two rounds of picks. and their, their six picks in the top 70. They really need two tackles and a guard. Uh, to fix the offensive line, so and they do need to 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 beef up the defensive line, uh, their rotation as well, and because you you have to beef up the trenches if you're gonna gonna do anything in this league. So 
that's my spin on on what I hope that they do is they they improve through the offense and defensive lines, and they don't invest in a quarterback. I know this is going to upset some in the fan base that want Herbert or some in the fan base that want Tua. I just can't see having a backup quarterback one of the top six picks that we have when we have so many holes. And I'd like to see them go ahead and get younger on the offensive line and the backup offensive line, not just for this year, but also going forward because maybe next year we can be – we can really look at the offensive or the quarterback position. We really don't know what we have in Josh Rosen. Uh, between UCLA, Arizona, and Miami, the number of offenses the guys had to learn is, is I think it's five or six offenses. And each time you have to learn a different offense, it's like learning a different language. You have to learn the protections, learn how to shift the protections, learn how to uh, get the snap count right, get everybody lined up right, knowing how everybody is what everybody is supposed to do on every play, and you've got to get it in and get everybody, anybody, everybody lined up and the play called and executed in forty-five seconds. Um, that is a, a hard thing to do mentally and. It would might be good to have him sit for a year and learn Chan Gailey's system. Also, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick hasn't will not have to relearn it because he's already had um, Gailey as a coach prior to this when he was with New York. <coughs> so I'm looking at. Let's just see where we're at. And also, we're not, nothing's guaranteed for 2021. If Ryan Fitzpatrick isn't having to run for his life, he could have a very successful year in uh, Chan Gailey's horizontal spread offense. We don't know, you know, how good he could be. Um, he may come back for another year. Also, Having Rosen sit in the same same offense for a couple of years, we don't know what what that would do for him. We it's just these are unknowns, and I don't feel good enough about Tua's health situation to risk a five or an eighteen pick, even a twenty six pick, uh, in someone who's in that injury prone. And he's going to have to probably sit in 2020 anyway. So we have too many holes, and I think they're they're going to use this just as a, a lot of you know smokescreen uh, between now and the draft, and we'll see what really happens. But I'm hoping that they they try to address the the offense and defensive lines. Anyway, that's my spin on it. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. If you like this, please like and subscribe. Also, check out our sponsors and give them some love. Just go to their site, see if you can, you know, use their products. Because in this this time with coronavirus and everything, everybody's trying to stay at home, and we need to try to help the businesses in any way we can. 
that's being said, everybody be safe. Godspeed. God bless.